This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hello and welcome back to Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. I am your host, Movie Mike, and this is a spoiler episode. We're going to be talking about Knock at the Cabin. So continue listening if you have seen the movie or you are the rare type of person who likes having a movie completely ruined for you. Maybe you had no intentions of seeing it whatsoever. So this is your way of getting a movie completely for free. So let's get right into it. This was a hard movie to review because outside of the original premise, which is about these four strangers, they break into a cabin. There is a couple there with their daughter. And then they present them with the situation that if they don't sacrifice one of themselves or their daughter win, the entire world is going to end because they are there to prevent the apocalypse. And that's really all you need to know going into this movie. And I almost felt like even though it wasn't spoiler s to tell you more details about it i wanted you to experience it for the first time for yourself because that is this type of movie it's almost knowing nothing about it without seeing a trailer which i was a little bit mad looking back at the trailer on this movie there was a detail that they revealed in that that i felt took away from the impact of the entire movie the entire message if you watch the trailer going into this movie you see a scene where Eric has made it outside of the cabin and there's a plane falling. And that would really ruin it for you because what this movie is doing throughout the entire time is have you guessing, are they actually there to prevent the apocalypse or are they just messing with them? Are they controlling all the broadcast on TV? Are they lying about all these events going on? And by seeing that plane fall, it just automatically leads you to believe like, oh, at some point it's actually all going to be real. So I did not like that detail kept into the trailer. There were so many details in the final trailer they put out, which I always tend to avoid those. I'll watch the initial trailer that comes out. Those are the ones I share on the trailer park. But the trailers, they always release maybe a couple weeks before the movie comes out. They give away way too many details because they're just trying to get people out to the theater at that point. So I was not a fan of that detail left in the trailer. I feel like they do that with horror movies sometimes, which this isn't really a full-on horror movie. M. Night Shyamalan kind of gets put into that category. And when you're explaining it to people, it's kind of horror-esque. It's like horror adjacent, but he deals a lot with more paranormal suspenseful and just things that don't really have any kind of explanation so it's these thrillers that he's really known for and he's also known for having movies with a twist which we'll get into a little bit more later I don't really feel like this movie had a twist although somebody did kind of ruin it for me too going into this movie I don't read reviews or watch reviews or listen to reviews going into a movie because I don't want them to influence how I feel about it. But I did see somebody post on Instagram saying that you won't see this ending coming. I felt like that was a little bit of a spoiler because even though M. Night Shyamalan is known for his twists, I don't want to know that I'm not going to see the ending coming because to be honest, I kind of saw the ending coming in a way. And at first I was a little bit underwhelmed by it, but I get the decision for it now. But let's go back to the beginning before we talk about the end. As I was saying that M. Night Shyamalan's not really a horror director, I felt like his decision to not show the gruesome parts was interesting because really aside from Rupert Grint's death 
which he's the first one to die. All of the other killings are basically implied. And I think we've gotten to a point in movies and TV shows where headshots have kind of become the norm. And I feel like they're almost losing their impact and their effect with any kind of shock value to us. It was a little bit more groundbreaking probably in the late 2000s, early 2010s, where you really didn't see that kind of straight up brutal violence in movies and TV shows. So probably now in the last like seven years, 10 years, we become a little bit more desensitized to that kind of thing. So I did enjoy the implied gruesomeness on some of them. Aside from Rupert Grint getting killed, which you kind of see the headshot a little bit, but I could feel M. Night Shyamalan pulling back a little bit from that gruesomeness. The second and third deaths are basically just implied. And then Leonard's death, I felt was more sad than shocking and gruesome. So I think what the movie did a really good job was keeping me guessing the entire time of what is going to happen. Granted, I did not read the book. I did not know where the story was going to go. So I was completely fresh on the entire plot of this movie. Now, if I was put into this situation, I would probably be Andrew thinking they were crazy, especially when the details come out that they all met on a message board. Their stories start to get a little bit convoluted on how they all arrived, whether or not they knew each other before. I would also be so over analytical like he was paying attention to how many times Leonard was looking at his watch, paying attention to how they could have got all of those newscasts lined up. I felt like he was thinking in a more logical manner that I would be hopefully in that frame of mind. And then you have Eric, who is obviously suffering an injury to his head, is concussed. He is the one starting to buy into everything they are telling him, mainly because of when he saw Rupert Grint about to be killed. There was this little flash of light up until the point where Leonard starts reciting the newscast that is happening. That is when my mind started to shift a little bit, thinking, oh man, this could actually be happening. My theory throughout the entire movie was that I thought it was going to be revealed that they had pre-recorded all of those newscasts. Like it was even bigger than them to where they had a new studio where they filmed all these things and plotted everything out and were only showing them what they wanted to show them at the time they wanted to show them. But the part I couldn't really land on is why. And that's what I was trying to find in all the details. And then when it comes out that Rupert Grint's character may have been the one who assaulted at that bar, I was like, okay, maybe we're getting somewhere here. But it's really not until the very end where... It's only Leonard remaining and he kills himself. And then you start seeing all the other signs that what they're saying was actually true. You see the planes falling. You see everything catching fire. So I didn't really feel like it was a full on twist more so than just it being a shock that they were actually telling the truth. Or was it all a coincidence? Because how this movie ends is Leonard kills himself. And then before he does, he tells them there is still a chance to prevent the apocalypse they can still stop all this if they sacrifice one of themselves. He kills himself. And then Eric tells Andrew that he is willing to be killed, that he believes it. He saw something in the mirror. He is at peace now and he is ready to go to prevent the apocalypse. You get a flash into the future of Andrew and their daughter when growing older her living out her life. And then you see that Eric dies. Andrew, when leave the fiery forest, they find the truck they came into. And then they see all the details about these characters that they were actually telling the truth. 
Leonard actually was a coach. Rupert Grint was an electrician. The other woman was a nurse. And the other woman did have a son, even though he didn't believe her. So they take off in their truck. They drive to a diner and watch a news report that all of the crazy occurrences, all of the tsunamis, the fires, the planes falling out of the sky have all miraculously stopped. Therefore, they have prevented the apocalypse and then they just kind of drive off listening to this song. And that's how the movie ends. So I guess I thought there was going to be a little bit something more to that ending. I was almost expecting kind of a bummer ending like The Mist, wherever he makes the decision to kill his family because he thinks there is no hope left. And just minutes after doing that, The Mist clears up and there's salvation at the end. So if he would have just waited a little bit, he could have saved his entire family. And I guess M. Night Shyamalan did not want to leave people on such a low note. But man, me as a movie fan of movies just going there and making you feel awful, just making you feel anything. I really wish you would have stuck to the ending in the book, which I looked up later. Their daughter, Wynn, accidentally gets shot. So I can see the decision and how shocking it would have been if she would have died in the movie. After she accidentally gets shot, Leonard is devastated by it and agrees to be tied up but still says that even though she has been killed, it doesn't count as a willing sacrifice. So Sabrina kills Leonard. So she tells them that there is still a chance they can prevent the apocalypse, but she kills herself. Eric, like in the movie, wants to be sacrificed, but Andrew refuses to do so. So they head out to the car with Wen's body. And the book ends without a real conclusion of whether or not the apocalypse is coming or not. So yeah, probably would have been a bummer if Wen would have died because they were fighting over a gun and she gets shot. But I almost think a movie like this with a devastating ending would have made it like a perfect movie. So for me, if it would have gone to that level, I would have given this movie a five out of five. And I think that would have given the movie a little bit more of his trademark twist. They did give the explanation of how Eric thought that these four intruders were the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which really wasn't a twist. It was more symbolism and just kind of an aha moment of everything all being brought together. But it also just makes me think, was everything just a coincidence? Say all these crazy occurrences just started to happen around the same time. I was still holding on to some kind of hope that this entire time they were just being manipulated. And after they went to that diner, that it was going to be revealed that even all those people were actors. And since some of the violence and deaths were implied, you were gonna find out that the four people didn't actually die and that was all just faked. Even when you see Leonard carrying out some of their bodies and putting them in a room, I thought maybe later they would discover that their bodies were gone. So even though I am somebody who loves end of the world type scenarios, for some reason, I didn't want that to be the case here. And I guess because it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie and of course I hadn't read the book going into it, but I just thought it would have been a little bit more trippier, a little bit more mind bending if at the end of the movie you find out that they were just part of a bigger plan. And you would have left feeling a little bit gut wrenched knowing that he killed his partner for no reason. So it wasn't so much that I felt a little bit underwhelmed. I just felt this movie could have been taken a step further if there wasn't this worry of bumming everybody out. Sometimes it's good to feel bummed out. Those movies stay with me longer than everything kind of being wrapped up in a nice little package. 
But I still think the movie is great. I can't wait to rewatch it, knowing exactly where it's going now to see if I can pick up on some more of these details. I also wish that we still had alternate endings to movies. We would get them more back when movies were put out on DVD. In the bonus features, there would be the alternate ending. Like I remember watching the alternate ending to I Am Legend where the story ends a lot differently. So I wish there was a cut out there, like a director's cut to where this movie ends the depressing way. So if you want to see it go down like that, you can experience that for yourself. I wish there was that option. Let's bring back the alternate endings. But that has been the spoiler edition of the Knock at the Cabin review. Sorry if my voice sounds a little bit off, but I will be back next week breaking down the new Ant-Man movie, giving you the recap on the new way I rewatch all the Marvel movies, and we'll talk about the Flash trailer too that dropped at the Super Bowl. But until then, go out and watch good movies, and I will talk to you later. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.